We've reached a landmark, guys. This is the 50th episode that I will have recorded. In just two weeks, I'll cross the one-year mark for how long I've been producing and recording this show. I've learned a lot along the way, and going back and listening to my earlier episodes, although super embarrassing, shows me just how much I've learned. I want to say thank you to all of you who subscribe, download, and listen to the show. I get a lot out of doing this, and I'm constantly learning new things, but I mainly do it for you. I do it to get the conversations started, to help provide different perspectives to the same issues that we're all facing as firefighters and EMS professionals. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a system that I've come up with in regards to mentorship, how it should work, what it should look like, and how we can take active roles in being mentored and being a mentor to others. are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a form dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. I know that I've spoken a lot about mentorship before, but I feel that it's crucial when it comes to the fire service. Think about it. Everything you know right now is because someone provided an avenue for you to learn it, whether it was in person or in a book or online. Someone did the work, refined their craft, and then instilled their values or processes into a protege. Can you learn something on your own? Yeah, it's possible. But why learn something all on your own when you can pull from the best minds around you? Think of it this way. A list of ingredients does not a chef make. In that, I mean that you can have a list of ingredients for a recipe, but if you don't have instructions or a method on how to organize and combine those ingredients, are you truly a chef? In the fire and EMS world, we have a set of processes for how we go about doing things, procedures or algorithms, if you will. We operate in a manner that follows these procedures and algorithms so we can make the best move when it comes to specific situations. However, Without mentorship and guidance in those instances where the situation falls outside of those parameters, wouldn't it be nice to have someone guiding you who has navigated that minefield before? Just like Aristotle had his protege Plato, and Michelangelo had his numerous protégés who worked for him in helping him complete the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, we need teachers and mentors to show us the way. 
And as we are the recipient of such amazing and crucial insight, we should feel that it is our duty to pass that knowledge along in conjunction with what we've learned along the way. I've had good mentors and bad mentors. The good ones would sit me down and explain what their expectations were from the start. That way, I knew what was expected of me instead of being left to navigate the muddy waters for myself and establish boundaries or identify those boundaries based on a trial and error system. These types of mentors saved me a ton of headaches and saved me from making needless errors so that I could be successful in my role as an individual as well as a member on a team. In my almost 15 years in the fire service, I've had only one captain sit me down and review his expectations with me. I'm glad that it happened though early on in my career because I've taken that list and I've used it throughout my tenure as a firefighter. And when it comes to bad mentors, these are the ones who basically have the sink or swim mentality. They bark orders rather than provide guidance and opportunities to effectively learn. In a profession where lives are on the line and the nature of the job is already nerve-wracking enough, why bring that extreme sink or swim mentality into a learning environment? Wouldn't you want to learn in a secure and safe way so that when it comes to crunch time, you're locked and loaded to perform in a smooth and effective manner? I've witnessed people literally throw IV bags at students who have never set up an IV bag before and yell, set this up, as if it could magically happen all while on an emergency scene. These are the types of people who set others up for failure so they can boast about their own ability and satisfy their own ego. This is no way to teach and it's no way to lead. In an effort to combat this ego-driven mentality and establish a system for mentorship, I've come up with a system that I call the key three. These elements, when working together, set up a system for establishing interest in learning, fostering that learning and growth, and then passing along the knowledge that you've learned to those coming up in the ranks behind you. These elements are light the spark, stoke the flame, and pass the torch. Let's break each one of these elements down and talk about how they establish and foster a growth mindset that can be used for succession planning and building up our organizations for future success. Light the spark. This is where it all starts. That quest for knowledge, that hunger for something more. Once that spark is lit, we have to go somewhere or find someone or something that can help us satiate that craving for knowledge. Some people go their whole lives without craving something more or having an interest in learning a new skill or a new piece of information. Some people are content with the status quo and living out their lives doing nothing of significance. But I know that's not who you are. I know that because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast in the first place if that's the type of person you were. You are a person who is driven and who thrives on refining yourself in your skill set and your way of thinking. You are what makes the fire service great. You are the person who you would want on your crew, and not because you have some false sense of how amazing you are, but of a true clarity on what you bring to the table. There is no ego in stating that you are proficient or more than proficient in doing certain things, doing your job duties. We each have our strengths, just like we each have our weaknesses. This is why teams and brotherhood is so important. I mentioned a few episodes back that I've been binging on Disney+, Plus. And if you're a Star Wars fan but aren't watching The Mandalorian, then you are doing yourself a huge disservice because the show is friggin' amazing. Spoiler alert, though. 
I'm going to talk about a moment in one of the episodes that really spoke to the sense of brotherhood that I'm looking to bring back to the fire service through this podcast and the programs that I offer. So, ready? Again, this is your second warning. Spoiler alert. The main character gets himself into a situation where he is surrounded and severely outnumbered. He finds himself in this situation because he's doing what he believes is right, and as a result, he's willing to die for it. His skill and performance in his craft, which is bounty hunting, hasn't gone unnoticed by his tribe, and there's some contention as a result. Another member of the tribe confronts him and even attempts to unmask him, which is a huge no-no in the Mandalorian culture. Uh, The mentor of the group makes a calm and logistical statement that reminds the tribe of who they are, what they stand for, and why they exist. Tensions subside and all are brought back to a collective understanding that this is the way. Getting back to the situation that the main character finds himself in, he is completely surrounded and outnumbered, like I said. He knows that he'll most likely die in his effort to do what he thinks is right and has accepted this bargain, just like we all do every time we go to work. We put our badge on the table and let our lives be collateral for the honor of being allowed to do what it is that we believe in. Just at the moment when his enemies are closing in and ready to rain fire down upon him, his brothers in arms arrive and completely decimate those trying to overcome him, even the one who attempted to disrespect and unmask him earlier. This is the way. It was a moment that I wanted to stand up and cheer, really, as I watched it because it spoke so strongly to the culture that we should have as firefighters and EMS professionals. We are a tribe, and even though we may have spats among the ranks, we should have our sights on the bigger picture and those things that mean more than our egos. We as brothers and sisters should rally around each other, build each other up, teach each other, be allowed to humble each other, and be willing to submit to each other's knowledge and value regardless of rank or title. If we stomp out that spark that could light the flame to someone's passion and hunger for knowledge, then we're only crippling our own organizations. If we have a professed value for innovation, but we can only be currently described as stifling, then are we truly living up to the values that we say we hold so dear? Light the spark of learning and wanting to know more, wanting to be better. We exist to help people in their most devastating times. If we are too busy worried about dragging others down as opposed to building each other up, then we're only creating a toxic environment where people will give up, detach, or not be interested in being a part of our organizations in the first place. We should be the flint that lights the spark of progress. After we light the spark, we stoke the flame. Once that fire's lit, you've got to do what you can in order to keep it burning. So, how do we do that? We foster our learning through seeking opportunity, actively seeking opportunity. This opportunity may come from humbling yourself to someone who's better at a certain skill than you. It may come in the form of taking classes to further your education or earning a degree or a certification of some kind. There's no shortage of certifications to be earned in the fire service. So get out there and get to it. As we continue to throw more knowledge and understanding on the pyre, the fire rises. But here's something to be wary of. As the fire rises, the more attention it will get. This isn't always positive attention. People will see that your flame is burning brighter than theirs, 
not because you're trying to outdo them, but because you're laser focused on your own path. There are people out there, you may even work with some, who will see your growing fire and do all they can to douse it and diminish it. This makes their fire look not so small, and rather than do the work on themselves to grow their own fire, they'd rather spend that energy on diminishing yours, because they don't know what else to do. Don't let them do it. These people will kill themselves in order to kill you. Proverbial suicide bombers, if you will. These are the cancers of any organization, and the best way to handle these people is to steer clear of them. Do not get in their proximity. Instead, surround yourself with people who want to see you win, who support you, who inspire you. I tell this to my kids all the time. Show me the five people you hang around most, and I'll show you your future. You adopt the mannerisms, the attitude, and the outlook of the people you hang around and allow to influence you. Why not take advantage of that and hang around people who inspire you to do more, to be more? Stoke the flame of your passions and interests so that you leave a positive impact on the people you serve and the people that you serve with. And finally, last but not least, pass the torch. The great part about passing the torch is that you don't need to have some huge fire in order to light someone else's torch. Something to remember is that even the smallest start of a fire can consume cities. It's a powerful thing to pass on the knowledge that you've gained, even if it is a small amount. And an even more amazing thing to remember is that sharing the flames of knowledge with someone else doesn't diminish your flame in any way. When we share knowledge or known skill with someone, it doesn't take away from our knowledge or ability to perform that skill. So why are some people stingy with their knowledge? Is it insecurity? Is it maybe a secret truth that they don't know as much as they would like you to believe that they know? I'd say it's probably both. Those types of people have no place in an organization that's looking to continually improve and attract quality people. These people tend to go on a recruiting spree and appeal to the negative character flaws of other people so that they aren't alone in their misery. You've heard that misery loves company, right? Well, this is it. Rather than build people up, they will attempt to gain advocacy in their shitty attitude and gather cronies who build empires of lies and deceit rather than legacies of integrity and knowledge. Be the mentor you might not have had. Once you gain the knowledge to where you're proficient in your position, pass that knowledge along. Pass the torch. This is the way. Lots of fire references and analogies in this episode today, guys, but what can I say? I like the symbolism of it all. I enjoy a good fire. My zodiac element is fire. Aries represent. So I'm aching to talk in terms of fire, right? I mean, it just makes sense. One thing to keep in mind as you start or continue your journey towards self-improvement and as a result, improving your environment, is that you should always have someone who is more capable than you that you're learning from, someone equal to you in skill and knowledge who challenges you and keeps you on point, and someone who's less capable than you that you're helping to guide through the minefield that you've already traversed. Think of these symbols. In fact, if you're at a place where you can write them out, do it. The less than, the equal to, and the greater than sign. Write them down in that order. And keep in mind that by having someone you mentor, someone to challenge you, and someone who mentors you, that you're putting into action the key three. You may be surprised by this, but I've created a perfect tool 
to help you improve your level of leadership. It's called 12 Days of Leadership, and I'll place the link in the show notes so you can download it, print it out, and spend some time challenging yourself in order to become a more effective leader within your organization and even in your personal life. As always, guys, thanks for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Please subscribe and share. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask any question you like. I'm building this community for us. One way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. We're brothers and sisters, and we need to do what we can to rebuild the brotherhood that attracted us to the profession in the first place. The only way this is going to happen is through open and honest communication. And as we openly talk about things and ask the tough questions, we give our brothers and sisters the power to do the same. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want in your crew. Be ignited.